0: It's 11 o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The top stories, the parent company of defunct newspaper Apple Daily says all of its directors have resigned. A Beijing official in Hong Kong says young people in the SAR are obsessed with Western values and the Tokyo 2020 Paralympics have closed. The parent company of defunct newspaper Apple Daily has announced that all of its directors have resigned. Joanne Wong reports. In a stock exchange filing, Next Digital says the four members of its board of directors, including Chairman Ip Yetkin, are stepping down to protect shareholders, creditors, employees, and former employees. The directors say they've concluded that an orderly liquidation would serve the best interests of shareholders, creditors, staff, and other stakeholders. They say that they've been banned from approving payments for creditors and staff and hope that the government will allow liquidators to do so. The company added that the trading of its shares will continue to be suspended until further notice. A Beijing official in Hong Kong says young people in the SAR are obsessed with Western values yet know nothing about their own country. Damon Pang reports. In a speech at an award ceremony for teachers, Xu Kai, a deputy education and technology director at Beijing's liaison office, said many young people in the SAR had an obsession with Western values such as democracy and freedom. He said those young people were ignorant of China, both in terms of its current situation and its history. He told guests at the events organized by the Federation of Education Workers that only patriotic teachers should be in the classroom. He said this would end what he described as chaos in the sector in recent years. In an apparent reference to the now disbanding professional teachers' union, Mr Xu said a certain group had harmed the sector's professionalism by disguising itself as a teacher's body while actually getting involved with politics. The Tokyo 2020 Paralympics have closed after 12 days of sporting achievement. Disabled athletes from more than 160 countries took part. China has again topped the medal table with Great Britain in second place. A British Paralympic athlete, Danielle Brown, says the Games help to promote disability rights more widely. The Paralympic Games is evolving you know each time that there is one, we, we see more media, we, we see a, a much more professional approach to it. It is focusing on ability rather than disability. and I do think that that then shapes um, how, how we approach other disability issues. Hong Kong secured two two more medals on the last day. Chu Man Kai claimed silver as he lost in the final of the men's SH6 event, while Daniel Chan secured bronze in the men's WH2 wheelchair. The Security Bureau has issued what it described as a solemn warning, telling members of the Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China they risk prosecution unless they comply with an information request from National Security Police. The police have said they'll take follow-up action after Alliance members announced this morning they would not hand over staffing and financial details. Members of the group say they're aware of the risk of being prosecuted, but they refuse to help with what they say is an attempt by the authorities to spread fear. The Alliance's vice-chair, Chow hang Tong accused the police of abusing their powers and denied the Alliance as a foreign agent. You must say that we are agents of anything. We are the agents of the Hong Kong people's conscience, not... The agent of any national interest of any country it's understood that RTHK's city forum won't resume later this month following the summer break the debate show which invites guests to discuss topical issues with a live audience asking questions began airing in 1980 an rthk spokesperson says its programming and staffing arrangements are internal editorial matters and that the station won't comment A programme's advisor for RTHK, David Ho, declined to comment on what he described as normal programming rearrangements. The RTHK programme staff union, meanwhile, said cancelling the show would severely affect RTHK's fulfilment of its mission of providing an open platform for the free exchange of views without fear or favour, as stated in its charter. Health officials have ordered compulsory COVID-19 tests for some residents of mid-levels in Taiwan, after two people who lived there came down with the virus following a trip to Kyrgyzstan. The Centre for Health Protection said a 60-year-old man and a 43-year-old woman had tested positive for the L452R mutant strain after returning from the country on Friday. Authorities said anyone who has been to Valiant Park and Block 6 of Peak 1 needed to get tested as a precautionary measure. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now exactly five minutes past 11. A migrant workers group has criticised the administration's decision to limit new foreign domestic workers to serving their quarantine at a single hotel or a government facility, saying the measures amount to segregation. Officials opened the way for fully vaccinated helpers to travel from Indonesia and the Philippines this week, but they must spend 21 days at a hotel in Chunwan or at the Penny's Bay Centre. The Asian Migrants Coordinating Body says limiting quarantine to the two places is unfair. Dolores Baladares is its spokeswoman. They only allow only two, uh, one hotel and one one camp, the Penis base, So that's why we think it's not fair, it's discriminatory and attacking our rights as workers because it gives us a thinking that we are virus carrier. and therefore you will be put in one cage or one place so that we can monitor you every now and then. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, has apologised for the government's handling of applications for its consumption voucher scheme, conceding that it caused problems for many elderly citizens. Priscilla Ng has details writing on his blog, Mr. Chan said crowds of senior citizens had flocked to a government office in Mong Kok last week to resubmit documents for the $5,000 handout. Their applications had been rejected for various reasons such as incorrect or missing information. He said three more service centers would come into operation from tomorrow to cater for around 10,000 people who need to submit supplementary information before the deadline of September the 15th. Meanwhile, the welfare minister, Chi Kuang said on his blog that the government had almost doubled spending on services for elderly people compared to four years ago. He said the wait for subsidized places at care and nursing homes had fallen from 25 months to 20. A restaurant industry leader has warned that Brazil's decision to ban beef exports to China could see prices here rise by as much as 30%. Brazil, which is the biggest source of the SAR's beef, announced the ban after detecting two cases of mad cow disease at separate processing plants. Simon Wong, who heads the Federation of Restaurants, said the SAR had only about two months of beef in stock. He said smaller restaurants will struggle to find affordable meat elsewhere. The restaurants that are being affected both are mostly small and medium sized restaurants and particularly for those Chinese restaurants and those Tatan because most of them cannot afford to uh, import, um, you know, expensive or quality beef from For example, the United States or even from Europe. And Brazil has been known for uh, exporting the beef at a, a very competitive price level. Back to sport and in tennis, the women's top seed and world number one, the Australian Ashley Barty, is out of the US Open. She had looked to be on course for a place in the fourth round, Barty was 5 to ahead in the deciding set, but Shelby Rogers fought back, and she eventually ended up in a tie-break. That went the Americans' way, and Rogers was ecstatic to reach the last 16 in New York. Came here um, obviously excited for the last slam of the year, and I had a great run last year uh, making the quarterfinals, so it was a different kind of pressure, I think, than I have felt Try to find my game again here. And tennis is funny like that, too. It's... Uh... Right when you're just like, why can I not hit a ball in the court, then you do something like this and you love the sport all over again. Just got to stay focused and keep going because I don't want to be done yet. Rogers will take on the British teenager Emma Raducanu in the fourth round. Novak Djokovic made it through to the fourth round of the US Open with a win in four sets over Japan's Kei Nishikori. Djokovic moved a step closer to completing a calendar grand slam in the sport, something which hasn't happened in men's singles tennis in 52 years. All in all, I thought it was a high uh, level of tennis. I had to work for this victory and I'm, I'm glad because you know it feels satisfying to go out from the court with a win against uh, the player who was playing really in, in, in great form today. Max Verstappen has won his home Dutch Grand Prix for Red Bull to take the Formula One Championship lead. The 23-year-old dominated from pole position in the first Dutch Grand Prix for 36 years, beating Mercedes seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. Hamilton took a bonus point for the fastest lap, but Verstappen is now three points clear of the Briton. So the weather forecast, mainly cloudy with a minimum temperature of about 28 degrees. Sunny periods and a few showers tomorrow. It'll be very hot again with a top temperature of about 33 degrees and isolated thunderstorms later in the day. Winds will be light to moderate easterlies. Currently the observatory, the temperature is 29 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 85%. And please be advised, the very hot weather warning is still in force. News and weather, RTHK. We're off more Todo there's little only the children right here on radio 3 with me classic Michael Lance in Sunday late.